Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer Show. This is a show where we talk about stuff, play you some music, and encourage you to be creative. This season, we are exploring the art of being human. We want to say thank you to our patrons who support us each month. If you want to know more about that, visit us on patreon.com backslash Chasing Ebenezer. For more information about our musical endeavors, visit ChasingEbenezer.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Well, hey, we're so happy to have you join us on the Chasing Ebenezer show. And I'm Heidi, this is Benjamin, and we're about as human as human can get. And that's what we're talking about all this season is the art of being human and well, we're going to talk about being a loser today. Yeah, it's going to be a really positive, positive <laughs> It's going show. to be. Uh, last week we talked about winning, what that means, and so this week we're going to talk about losing. But, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for a little bit, but shout out to our patrons yes. who make this all happen, and we really are starting on um, planning for a full album yes, this next year. I don't know if it'll be done in a year's time. We'll just have to see, but that's our plan to start. We'll see. So thank you yes, so thank much. Thank you very, everybody. very much. Yeah, I uh, I am really, really excited about seeing my parents. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that. My parents live on the East Coast, and we live on the West Coast. So you know, I don't see them very often, and I'm excited. We get to go see them in a few weeks, and just looking forward to that. Looking forward to Heidi being able to finally meet their. Um, I think it's a mini Pomeranian. If you can imagine a mini Pomeranian named Bear, he's this little black dog and he's so cute. <laughs> so I can't wait for Heidi to meet him. So I'm excited about that. What about you? Um, I am excited. We just actually right before recording this, we just did music at a uh, memory care center yeah, and we hadn't been able to fun. go in since last year. And so it was just really, it was so fun to see the residents and to sing music that they know. And so um, very grateful to be going back into retirement homes and and doing music with them. So really was cool. It was. It was really, today. really fun. And, and they were, they seemed pretty happy to see us. And it, it was good. I mean, yeah. you stop and think, oh my gosh, it's been almost it's been over a year and a half. I know that. And then we're wearing masks, too, the whole time. But it was still so great. And some of them remembered us, which was really sweet. Yeah. And, yeah. It was really, it was a really good time. Enjoyed that. How did you feel your humanity? Oh, so many ways. Um, well, this is something else that happened today, too, is, um, well, my cat woke me up probably around... I think it's around 4.15. So After he up. woke me up at 3. <laughs> I've been up for a while, and so just praying. Um, some of you, I'm sure, have been following uh, Julius uh, Jones' case. Yeah. And I was praying since early this morning, so glad that the execution has uh, you know, been canceled, but still um, would love for him to get a new trial. So I think just when, when you just look at, the justice system in the country and just see injustice happening. And then there's some justice that happens um, and just see how desperately people need, need uh, hope. It, so it, just, it was just, it's just been a, it's been a lot to think about the past couple of days. So 
very grateful that he has been granted clemency, yes. but Big would time. love to see a new trial given to him. So, but hey, we got to, you know, it's like, okay, next step. So I'm thankful for that. But yeah, it's just, it's weighty. It's very, very weighty. Very, very and so have been. I mean, and we don't, you know, we're compared to so many, we're, we're not. We're removed from, very removed from this case, but even just watching it on TV and stuff, it's just like, yeah, just the waitingness of it and waiting waiting for hours to find out if, if the execution was going to be canceled. It's just, it's, that's a huge deal. Life is so important and, yeah, just yeah, and very for any, any of you viewers who happen to have signed the petition that was put Yeah, up, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. But still keep following the case. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think like this year and the pandemic and everything has made us, I think, more connected in some ways because I, I find that I feel more connected to tragedy than I did before the pandemic. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but <laughs> I, I certainly do. You know, you, you see what's going on in Afghanistan. You see um, what's going on with the various trials, justice trials going on around the country and it's a lot more visceral than it was. I mean, for, for me than it was prior to everything. So I, I guess that is a good thing that's come out of this terrible season is, is that, uh, I, mine wasn't as serious. That's okay. You don't have to be serious. I, I felt my, it, it's been cold. <laughs> I felt yeah, my humanity. I, I, I have felt it in my bones because like daylight savings time has happened and it's, dark I now know. it starts getting dark like at 3 30 <laughs> which is so crazy and then like i find that it gets cold and i don't know if you're if you're like me but like when it gets cold and it gets dark because you're old I, yeah you know <laughs> i i already struggle i have chronic nap syndrome <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure it's i'm pretty sure that's a thing but i find that it kicks into high gear when it gets yeah. when it gets colder yeah. but and so so you know me and my friend ted were talking last night because i think we both had the same feeling of it's cold it's dark do we really want to go we went out and hung out with friends last night and he and i both had that same reaction and we both chose to go and i'm so glad i did because the other part was we i got to hang out with people that i've only been hanging out with on zoom for the past few months we got to do an in-person meeting at this place uh called level beer which is super super awesome business if you live in Portland, go check it out. Um, but I, I realized for me, most social roles that I'm in are always roles where I'm in charge of something or I'm expected to perform, whether that's through spiritual leadership, through playing music. And this was like one of those few meetings where I'm just one of the people. And normally that makes me very anxious. And tonight, last night was the first night that I didn't feel that way. I just felt like I belonged and it was nice to walk away feeling like, yeah, there was some serious stuff talked about, but boy, do we laugh a lot. And so I enjoyed that a whole lot. Nice. It was cool. Yeah. So now we get to talk about the fun stuff. We get to talk about losing and we get to talk about failure. I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> losing. Failure. <laughs> Things that we don't like to talk about here or in much less experience, but we all have a failure story. So what would be yours? Well, friends, most of you don't know that I am a beauty pageant uh, alum. Nye? Alumnus. Missed. Alumnus? Singular. What's the singular? 
I'm an alumnus. I believe that is the, the singular. Well. So anyway, clearly, uh, I don't know how to speak English. Lost at that now. Already We're already lost. losing as we start okay, this. Okay, so <laughs> I think I told us this. Oh, Punky agrees. Punky, would you like to be in the video? I'm sorry. If you're listening, you can't see her. But apparently, our cat would like to she, would share. She's encouraging. She, yeah, she's, she's our, encouraging our emotional me. support All right, animal. So when I was about 11 years old, I was in the Miss American preteen pageant. And let me tell you guys, I looked awesome. My mom made me like a formal gown and, a, and I did a little dance routine. Okay, the dance wasn't that great. But I gave a fantastic speech. Yeah, my dad wrote it, but I did an awesome job. And I was like, I was going to win. Like going to win. <laughs> so... It's like, you know, a weekend event. And then in my interview, I think I totally nailed my interview. Um, we get to, you know, the the night and they call like 10 contestants. Well, they didn't tell me that if you weren't called, you were out. Okay. Oh. So I, I didn't know. And so I just kept waiting. Like, I was like, but maybe they're going to call me. Maybe they're going to, but they might still call me. And my mom's trying to have them to tell me, no, Heidi, you, you, you're out. You lost. And I just, I, I but maybe they're going to call me. I did so good. Clinging to hope. And I think ever <laughs> since then, oh, it's, I know, I know. And so, <laughs> so my teacher so sweet. My second grade teacher, she got me like a, she gave me a trophy. She found a trophy, and she, they, they, it was really sweet. She gave me like a Miss Second Grade award. So anyway, it was really, really sweet. But yeah, that was. I honestly did not expect to lose, mm. and I was clearly in denial and not understanding that if your name isn't called, you're done. <laughs> Oh. It was sad. It was sad. Okay, you have a loser story? I do. I, I'm trying to think. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell one from when I was in fourth grade. I ran for, like, SCA vice president, I think. And I was running against another. I'd vote for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't. You, no one wants me in politics. Even That's if true. Like at Please the never put his name level. on a ballot. No, don't ever you. vote for him. We don't want any of that mess. Nope. Nope, I don't need that stress. <laughs> we in my don't want to be him. So that. yeah, I um, I think that my opponent put way more effort, and I think his parents probably put way more <laughs> effort into uh, campaigning. Because I remember walking into class, and there he is, and his parents are all handing out these flyers, <laughs> and I and I'm sure I slopped something together <laughs> and put like a couple pictures up, and that sounds more like you. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're. It's not that you're sloppy. It's just there's certain things that. I'm not really about presentation and pageantry. It's just not me. <laughs> Never has been. It takes too much work. So if you you reserve your craftsmanship for things that are like yeah yeah, which is a nice way of saying I'm lazy about everything. No, else. you're not. <laughs> no. But so so I, I remember uh, giving my speech and then losing, and it, and it didn't really phase me that much because again I'm not really that competitive. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But. A more recent thing that happened was um, we released a single uh, a couple years ago that we did our music videos for and stuff. And I submitted it to get like a review because I was thinking, oh, this would be great publicity. And, you know, 
But then I got the reviews and they weren't very nice. At least, the, the, you know, <laughs> said so a lot sorry. of things. I was just like, ow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, oh, so I, 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 I don't tend to submit my music to, to, to random strangers for review oh, or critique that much But then anymore. it's hard because if you're asking your friends, you're like, wait, are you just saying you right. like this because you're my friend? So it's really difficult. It is, it's, it is it, it's a tough thing. So It's hard to be a loser. It's hard to be a loser. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, when we, when we begin oh, to look at this idea of failure, loser, losing, loser is an identity. No. Losing. Well, that, I think that's what we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. To lose something does not mean you are a loser as your identity. Yeah, absolutely yeah, This not. is like a reflection on your character or your value or any of that. So what makes you feel like, what, what, do, what, what, what circumstances make you feel like, oh, I've lost or I'm failing? How much time do we have? I mean, I think there's so many. There's just so many. Yeah. I mean, when you see someone maybe who, when I see someone who's so much younger than I am and is so much further along in like specific things, I'm like, oh, I'm just a loser. Why do I even try? <laughs> or like, I don't know, like, well, oh, like certain habits that I just can't kick or I can't develop like. It, I mean, there's just so many things. I'm very naturally inclined to feel like I'm a loser. I just suck. That is a conversation we have every week. <laughs> Guys, I'm in house. therapy for a reason. It's true. <laughs> it's it's true. true. It's true. Yeah. I think for me, it's more of the things that or or, or when I have. Um, it, it's in the context of music. It's when I have done a lot of effort to promote something and you're kind of depending on numbers and then people to attend and then hardly anybody attends. Yeah. That creates some insecurity. But what really, I mean, even that I can be like, all right, I got one person in here. I'm going to just play my heart. <laughs> I, I can do that. But when think, when technical difficulties happen oh. that are in my control, like uh, I remember we played a gig a few years ago and first, my speaker died. The first speaker died. And then the clip on my mic stand broke and we had to go like share a microphone through the whole set. That really stressed me out and made me feel bad. Um, breaking strings, dropping guitars on stage. Those little things, which happen and are outside of your control, they, mm, they mess with me. Bad, bad. So how do you respond to it, though? Like, how do you respond when you are experiencing those well, failing, well, losing things? Well, <laughs> uh, not usually well. I get, like, usually down in the dumps, you know? Mm. I can often, like, just, yeah. So depressed, depressed, depressed. So, I mean, that's my natural default. So I'm really trying to work at. You know, catching those thoughts. I mean, I call myself an idiot so many times. You do. Like, I'm like, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. You know, and so trying to really be aware of that and then like identifying negative thoughts and, yeah. and then what are the emotions and then then um, <laughs> what are the behaviors. It, it, this is, uh, sorry, our, our cat's flopping on the floor and she's totally distracting me. <laughs> um but, you know, this one that my therapist is helping with that sometimes the thoughts we think are so quick, we don't even realize 
that they're these default things like I'm a loser. So then I feel depressed. And so then I just sit there and I don't do anything like that can all happen so quickly. If it's like this trained thought, emotion, behavior, drama. So really learning to be aware of the negative thoughts about myself. It's a lot. It's hard. It's hard, especially if you've been doing it for decades. It's, Mm -hmm. It's very hard. It is. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't be like me. I'd say what I, the first thing that happens is that I feel embarrassed, but then I hope nobody else calls attention to it. So usually when you point out something that goes wrong at a show that I already sorry, noticed, sorry. It, it's like it makes it real for me because I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to deny it and I'm trying to not feel that because I can be oblivious intentionally. <laughs> So I, I think that's usually that's usually my defense mechanism is like nobody else better say anything about that or <laughs> or, in, or or stuff like that. So that's that's usually that's usually my thing. So in the same way as like last week when we were asking the question that it's really important for you to identify what does a win or does success look like to you, I think it's equally important for you to ask yourself, well, what does failing and losing look like to you? Yeah, because I think when we lose at something like a contest or we don't get that job we apply for, that specific incident is so looming. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when I'm when I'm old and dying. <laughs> I wrote a song about this, by the way, for you. We'll have to do yes, that again. Wow. Um, you know, what am I gonna what oh a loss for me would be to know you did not know that I loved you, which obviously you do. I'm saying it in front of everyone, you know, a loss would be a loss would be not having tried and giving up Mm. with things that I know Mm -hmm. I I shouldn't give up on. So I think that we like to not, you were saying, um, not boxing ourselves into that one particular activity or thing, letting that be defining. Right. It's not, uh, it's not letting the moment, of failure or the moment of disappointment be the thing that like either a makes you quit. Yeah. Or B that's the lens through which you look at the rest of your artistic, whether it's a hobby career, whatever it is you try. Uh, One of the things that is really important is when we are hit with those feelings of failure, losing disappointment, whatever you want to call it, it's to remember the wins is to remember the successes. Uh, I mean, that's what our name's about. I mean, chasing Ebenezer is like an Ebenezer stone was made by like the Israelites in the Bible to put in a specific location so they can be reminded what God has done for them. Because obviously life happens, other things happen and it gets bad. And so it's important to always remember that that's not the permanent thing. And I think that's why it's so important to have at least one or two people, if not a, like a, a community who knows what you're working on, knows what your dreams mm-hmm. and your heart's goals are. That way, if it's not going well or you're discouraged, you can say to your community, hey, I'm feeling really discouraged. And then they can encourage you, maybe help redirect or give some suggestions I mean, and at some point we, we do, there's things that we relinquish, there's season yes, for things. Absolutely. But that's different than giving up, I think. Giving up feels more like 
defeat, like I failed, like, right. uh, versus it's time for a, a change, a new season. So there's a really fine balance. And sometimes when we're in a really bad space emotionally ourselves, we need other people to kind of encourage us. But it's hard to say I need encouragement. Mm-hmm. I need, I need, I need that. So that's why it's important to have people that you share with. Yes. My drummer, our drummer, Ryan, I, I'm going to grossly paraphrase what he said. I, I remember it was one of those gigs that it didn't quite go well. You know, it, it wasn't bad. This wasn't great. There's was probably a few <laughs> moments that you were wondering if we sh- you know. Should I ever play music it, you again? Know, I, it, That's thoughts I have. <laughs> I'm never going to play music again. But he said something to the effect of, you know, okay, that gig's done. Now we can look forward to the next one. And, and, and it's like, oh, that's a great way to look at it. So, yeah. So why is failure important? Oh, yeah. And why is losing important? And how can it be a friend to creatives? Oh, so deep. Why don't you tell us? Well, I was hoping you'd tell me. Uh, well, uh, that's a great question. It keeps us humble. I was getting ready to say it keeps us um, humble. You're always telling me, you gotta, try, let's try to build some resiliency. Yeah. Oh, yeah. our cat is continuing. Now she's now she's just zooming through yeah. the house. Okay. Talk about resilience. Um, this cat. cat is, oh my gosh. Great day. Oh my word. She it, is quite. It does, I mean, I... <laughs> Wow. She's doing the cat marathon. She is she is clearly complete. If you're, if you're she's a cat person, herself. If you're a cat person, you know. Doing. You if understand. You're not, we're sorry, but she is literally running laps. Yep. If something house. knocks over and, you know, it'll be okay. Um yeah, I think failure does give us an opportunity to be resilient. And that doesn't sound like a great gift cuz I would love to never have to try to be resilient. I would but it is a good skill. And it is something that it strengthens your resolve. And I think that's really good. Um, <laughs> now you guys can see on the she, camera. Is she behind the- <laughs> She's behind. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, well, I know I'm, I'm now so distracted. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> We're keeping this in here just so you know. Um, sometimes too, um, like I've written some bad stuff. We're talking bad stuff, like quality watches. Ah. Um, but with, I think Brandon Sanderson and the writing excuses people, I think talk about this. Like you have to kind of do bad art to get to good art. Yes. I don't know why it works that way, but we all just want to magically think that I'm awesome and then you kind of get to that phase where you're thinking, oh, I'm so awesome. I'm so awesome. And then you reach that point where you realize, oh, my, this isn't. And then there's like that shame temptation. Mm. Like, oh, my gosh, why did I ever think I could do this? But, you know, it's just kind of like the maturity, especially when it comes to art. So, you know, you got to do make some bad stuff in order to get to good stuff. You sure do. You know, um, one book recommendation or her, her videos, Brene Brown's The Gift of, Gifts of Imperfection. Am I going to spill my coffee? It was just tilting Let's slightly. see. Let's see. Eh, you guys know I'm a spiller. I don't let that get me down. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, everyone, for Ben's interruption of my book recommendation. 
The Gift of Imperfection? The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Yes. <laughs> we did that one together. We read it together. We did? That's the way I remember it. I think we, it was the little blue book. Well, it's like a, yeah, it's yeah, a skinny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it has some blue in, the, in it. I clearly, I'm glad I, you had a great Clearly, I need to read it again. Me. Clearly. It's okay. <laughs> Don't feel ashamed. I'm reading a ridiculous amount of books right now. My brain immediately goes to American Idol. And I'm talking about the bad auditions. All right? Now, I I don't know how much was random and how much people just like, oh, you sound bad, we're going to put you on television. I'm not sure. But somewhere along the way, some people that tried out were never blessed with the gift of failure. You know? No one had the courage to say, you know what? You need to work on your vocals because the look of shock... (laughs) On some of these people's faces after they have, and you feel bad. Because they're singing I, their heart out. I'm in no way making fun of it. And you know what? There are people that they love to sing, but maybe that role is not meant well, for everybody else. Well, there's a difference between singing versus having a microphone. Exactly. You know, those are, Huge those difference. Are different. Everyone, we want to sing. But my point is, is that like, because we wanted to, because someone's feelings was trying to be spared. Sure. They weren't given the, oh, you need to get some work done here, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think it was really, when we were recording our first album, it was really helpful to have somebody, you know, have, have Jeff, who we've mentioned before, really like kind of coaching us, you know, and, yeah, and, right. and, and like not coming in with a quote unquote raw talent like we've talked about before. It's like, okay. There's a few prodigies out there, but you've, hey. you've got some things to work on here. You know, I remember uh, this was a hard one for me, but uh, he played a song for a friend of his and the guy said, does that guy know how to play do a click track, which is a metronome for those of you who don't know. <laughs> um, and I was like, Ooh, uh, I've been playing guitar for a double digits a long time. And I had to be like, Oh, I have to. And I you've gotten to, really I've gotten a good whole at lot better. Track. Gotten yes, a whole lot better sure. at it. And Jeff, thank you for, for, for allowing me to feel that and, and to work on that. So, you know, I think failing, losing critique, those things don't have to be a life ender, but they can be a good way of looking at reality and realizing, Oh, we're all in process. There is no person who bats, I don't know the sports term, who has a perfect score every time. I, I, I'm, I am unqualified to do any sports analogies. But yeah, there's nobody that's that way. And it is a, a, an illusion to assume that that's the case. And it's dangerous to expect that of yourself and others. So just remember that if you are someone who's who is coaching or needing to give feedback to be kind in how you give the feedback. Yes. Say it in a way that's going to encourage the person to not feel like a loser, but to draw the good out and to help them. So yeah, just, it it can be, it's hard to be critiqued. Yes. So as we kind of approach this idea of failure and, um, what our creative response is to it. I think it's really important to identify what instances of failure make you want to quit and which ones are simply make you want to grow. And I think that's kind of the difference of what it is. And and some of that is an outlook and some of that can be an unhealthy environment. You know, I mean, if you're a person who was raised as a perfectionist 
And it's, you know, that, that statement of play it right or don't play it at all, um, which is not helpful if you are a person who uses that statement. Um, you know. But we say it kindly. We say it kindly, you know. <laughs> say it nice or don't say it at all. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, that that's something that I would say is in, approach, in beginning to approach failure is to ask yourself, you know, are these situations making you want to quit or are they motivating you to grow? So what are some prompts you think that would be good to kind of begin yeah. to unpack a few of those things? Yeah. And remember, you can get your free journaling worksheets on our Patreon page. Yes, so you can. do that, please. Do We'd love for you to do that. Um, I think, yeah, journaling about maybe a time that you've lost or failed and maybe looking back now, is there was there anything good that came out of it? How did your family view winning and losing? Really take time. How does our yeah. culture? So these are all really important. Um, you could make a collage or a something like that of maybe think about uh, famous people or throughout history who maybe had to try and try and try again or who maybe failed, at, you know, maybe put some of their quotes up or make a collage or something. Because it can be really, um, we can forget we don't always see the journey from beginning to end. We just read when they succeeded. But a lot of folks failed a zillion billion times before they succeeded. So maybe just get some of those quotes up. Maybe make um, like a flip book for yourself of when you're feeling really down. Just some inspirational quotes some verses or even just some images like when you're having those doubts that you can just yeah. look at it. Like here's a little quick phrase or a reminder so those are a couple ideas i've got one that just came to mind oh that's right so we we're talking about ebenezer stones and oh, yes. you know go for a walk go for a walk in the woods go for a walk along a river someplace where you know you will find rocks okay and i want you to walk through thinking about the things that make you feel successful and the things that make you feel like a failure and find two rocks, okay? One is going to represent the things that make you feel like a winner. And the other is going to rec- represent the other. And take this back with you. And either you, you can put them somewhere on your desk. And one, with the one that makes you feel like a loser, write on it what, were the, what, what was something good that came out of it. And then the other, just write down what your wins are on it. Just something along those lines. So that way, when you experience those feelings, you can look at both of those and recognize, one, I don't always fail. There's a lot of good things that happen. And two, sometimes failure has something to teach me. Just a good way to remind you. So anyway, nice. my thought. Uh, job, so God. the song that we're going to do is a song I wrote if, right before the pandemic, actually. I've worked on it for a while. It's called Technicolor. Um Technicolor girl, Technicolor. We, yeah. it's not an album yet, good. but it is a song that is about not quitting, not giving up. And if there's any time that we need to hear that, it is now. So we're gonna play that for you. Hope you have a great time creating, journaling, and processing. And something else oh, we have yeah. to talk about. Oh yeah. By the way, before by the way, we you forget, need to bring that up. By the way, before we get, thanks, to um, Marty Mendenhall, who is <laughs> one of our patrons. Woohoo, Marty. Uh, she is a local musician and. Uh, podcaster and she's putting out a, a cookbook from season one of her show and we are featured on it yeah i have a couple recipes in the book what <laughs> you're 
good cook. You know, I like to eat. I don't know if I'd say I'm a good cook, but hey. So do I. I'm a good microwaver. <laughs> um, so we're so grateful that she featured us in the in the cookbook. So uh, support her. And we're going to be doing a cookbook release live stream on Sunday afternoon. And so check out Marty's page. Um, she's also on Patreon. So boom. There yeah. you go. All right. All right. Well, here's Technicolor, and we will see you soon. All right. Bye. Three, four. Stolen the song from your tongue No voice to sing The breath ran away from your lungs So hard to live when your skin is too thin To withstand the winds that rage It's easier to sleep Lay down and close your your eyes Ever wanted to be something Not too much, more than nothing Think about it Hell's a life you haven't tried Wasted years, time passed by Dream about it It's so hard to live When your skin is too thin To withstand the Chasing fantasies, vain ideologies, things that they say. Ones who hate their medicine can admit the shape they're in, what they need to be saved. It's so hard to live when your skin is too thin to withstand the winds that
It's time just to live, loved, and give all you can of the life flowing inside your veins. Oh, my love, I am on your side. It's dead.